Welcome to episode 220 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Hello, episode 220 is here in the books, excited. Uh, we're going to talk about your email list today because I have talked about this before, but I'm a big proponent of uh, your email list, your social media, all of that to be a part of your larger marketing strategy uh, and really making these pieces work together. So today I want to talk about the importance of respecting your email list uh, and, and a couple of things to not do and some some things to do instead of. Okay, so that's what we're gonna talk about today. Uh, before we jump in, as I mentioned, Social Pro is coming back in January. So if you wanna learn more, you can learn more at socialproonline.com. It is an eight week, six module social media strategy program. It's fantastic and wonderful and uh, you can find out all about it over there. Cool? Cool. All right, so let's talk about email. And your email list. And you know, it's funny, what actually prompted this topic was in a couple of Facebook groups that I'm in over the last couple of weeks, I have seen so many people posting the exact same thing, which is why are still why are people still adding me to their list without permission? And what's happening, and I'm sure this has happened to you, and it's probably something that super frustrates you. Uh, is people are adding people to their list after like getting their business card in an event or I've had people lift it off my website or uh, send me an email question uh, for the show and then add me to their list um, with that email address. Not cool. Not cool at all. And here's the reason that's not effective and why things like that aren't effective and why it's so important to treat that email list with incredible respect. And that's because for most of us, email is a sacred space. It's like showing up in my office without any reason. Just sort of popping in and being like, hey, what's up? I'm gonna bother you now. That's not cool. And your inbox is the same thing. You know, we've all got a million things going on. We've all got a ton of projects in the air and and goals and opportunities and junk hitting our inbox every single day. And so it can be hard to not be overwhelmed with the stuff that you don't want there. And there's tools for sure to help you to help you get through this stuff like Unroll Me and um, not having your direct email on your business card. Um, I use Hello on my business card to be honest with you. Actually, I think I might have switched it back. I think it might be Stacey now. Uh, but for a long time I used, I used like a Hello kind of email address. Um, what else? Uh, you can use filters and rules and things like that depending on your email service. But here's the deal. Knowing that you don't want people doing stuff like that to you means you need to make sure that you are treating your email list with that same level of respect. Now, because we've talked about this before and because of the quality of people that listen to the show, I am sure that you are not someone who has ever added someone to their your email list without permission because I know you guys are better than that. But are there other things you're doing that are maybe leaving a bad taste in your email recipient's mind or mouth or whatever? Bad, bad, bad metaphor. Um, So here are some examples of things that you could be doing that maybe you 
don't think about because they're they're not the things that people list in their never do this with email marketing rants, which I am pretty sure somewhere in the course of the show I've done an episode on. Um, I want to talk about some of the maybe the things we don't talk about. And so the first one I really want to talk about um, is consistency. If you are inconsistently showing up in the EBIT in their inbox, and I don't mean like sometimes you show up twice a week or three times a week because you're in a launch. I'm talking about like you have it set in your calendar that you're going to email your list uh, once a week. And really over the course of the last six months, you've maybe sent two emails. That's what I'm talking about. That lack of consistency is not showing a lot of respect to your email list. Because A, you're not making providing them value a priority. And it should be. Because they have they have bought in, even if it's just with their email address and not money, and said, I want to hear from you. I want more from you. I want to know what it is you have to share. I am saying, give me your message. And we're doing that and then not hearing from you it's not cool. It's very, very not cool. And so then when you do go to send an email and it's two months later and it pops up in their inbox and they're like, who is this? What What's happening? Did I sign up for this? Unsubscribe. That's not what you want to be happening. And it's leaving that get negative impression with that, that, that email subscriber. And that's, that's not the feeling we want them to have. So definitely one of the ways you might not be showing your email list the love that they deserve is by inconsistently emailing them. And again, I'm not talking about the occasionally more frequent emails. I'm talking about the radio silence. And here's the thing. Everybody at some point in their email marketing history has had radio silence. I was terrible about this for my first year of email marketing. So in I didn't even launch an email list until 2012. And that's because I couldn't even get consistent content on my website in 2011, much less emails. Uh, and so in 2012, I sent, I don't know, maybe a handful of emails uh, and my attempt to email every other week. Uh, it wasn't until 2013 that I consistently got emails going out every single week uh, along with content. And I've, I've not missed one in two years since the beginning of 2013. And we're just about at the end of 2016 or 2015 now. So in two years, I haven't missed an email. Uh, And that's because I make it a priority. Again, somebody, a lot of of the people who listen to the show, in fact, say, I want to hear more. So I want to make sure that I deliver. I want to make sure I deliver on the promise to provide you guys value every week. So I do. The second thing you might be doing that may be leaving a negative impression is seeming really sort of formula and cold. And I I really debated when I was outlining this episode, really debated how I wanted to frame this. But what happens is we have a lot of people teaching us how to market. And we have a lot of people selling us, uh, this is the formula for a successful email. These are the subject lines that get opens. And what happens is sometimes we spend so much time learning and we spend so much time trying to do it the quote unquote right way that we detach it from who we are and an alignment with, with our message and our brand and our voice. Uh, and that is an incredible disservice to your 
email subscribers because they're not getting the real you. They likely signed up because they wanted to hear from you. Maybe they saw you speak. Maybe they read a blog post. Maybe they listened to a podcast. Maybe they listened to you being interviewed on somebody else's podcast. Um, Whatever it was, they wanted to hear more from you. So to switch gears uh, and start presenting them some sort of email marketing formula for success you're really not respecting that initial desire to connect with you. Uh, and so that's where we fall off a lot of times too. And I'm super guilty of this too. You know, I, every time on my little, you know, social media dashboard or, you know, on Pinterest or Twitter or Facebook, I see these, you know, uh, email subject lines that get opened or top 10 email subject lines. I am a sucker for those too. Because absolutely, I always am working to increase my open rate. I've got a pretty decent one. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm really happy with where my number is. I think it's, I'm happy that one person opens my email, to be honest with you. I, I, I think it's awesome that you guys take the time to read them. With that said, everybody is somebody who is like, you know what would be super cool? If 100% of the people I sent emails to opened it. That's the dream. But... All of those formulas, all of those techniques, all of those templates get us sometimes further and further and further and further and further away from our voice and our message and the alignment with what we're trying to share. So make sure that you are sharing you, that you're in consistent branding, consistent voice, uh, and really showing up in a way that's not a formula, that's not a technique, that's not a strategy necessarily, so much as you sharing value. I have been told by a couple of experts that my emails are not smart because in case you're not an email subscriber, I do a quick note at the top and then I do three episodes worth of content. You get uh, the Hit the Mic TV episode for the week and then you get the two podcast episodes for the week. Uh, and then I usually have a PS that's a link to something or uh, sort of standard operating around here is, uh, you know, a link to hit the mic backstage down there. And that's my weekly email. That's the whole format. It's plain text uh, with some links. There's no graphics in it um, unless I have something super fun photo wise to share with you guys. Uh, I don't tend to to have any pictures in there. And I have been told by email marketing gurus, and I'm totally doing air quotes right now. Uh, that I should have a template or that I should send less links that, you know, sending four or five links in an email, I'm just, you know, a confused mind always says no, which I say to you guys all the time. Um, but the reality is, is when you open up my stats and you open up a report, you'll see people clicking on all of the links. You'll see people clicking on just the links that are relevant. You know, sometimes there's people who, who listen to the podcast on iTunes and they get it on their phone or whatever, and so they only click the Hit The Mic TV link. Um, but I get great opens, I, I get great clicks, uh, and it works for my audience, and it's in line with me and, and what feels good for me. I don't wanna send you guys three emails a week, plus any sales messages that have, have happened to going on. You know, Going into January with Social Pro launching, there'll be more emails. Can you imagine if I sent you three pieces of content via email each week, Plus, let's say two sales messages. That's five emails a week. That's excessive. I don't want to send, much less receive that many emails. Uh, and so for me, having 
all the links in one email makes a lot of sense. So again, when you're looking at these formulas, when you're looking at these techniques, when you're looking at these strategies, make sure they're in line with you, your brand and your audience, because one size does not fit all with these things. Okay. The third thing I want to talk about sort of maybe the email marketing mistake that, that not everybody talks about uh, is being afraid to sell to your list. I see a lot of people focused on value and I'm super focused on value. And I think that value is a critical part of making sales. It really is because you build a relationship and you build a reputation and you build trust and you share that, you know, if this is how valuable this is free, what am I going to get when I invest a little, when, you know, what's going to happen when I've got some money on the table. But that can't be all it is ever. At some point, you do need to sell to your audience. Now, I'll be honest, I sell early and often in my email. Um, when you subscribe via like the links on the website or on my homepage or at thesedaysharris.com slash VIP to the list, uh, there is immediately a purchase opportunity for you. It's incredible value. It's a really low price. It's awesome. Uh, and... In each email and every email every week, there is at least a sales link for something. Even if it's just a PS, join us backstage. Because I want the people who receive my emails to be used to seeing sales messages for me. And then sometimes I send full on just a sales email. And here's the thing is a lot of people talk about when they send out a sales email, they'll lose, you know, one, two, three, five percent of their subscribers. The mass unsubscribes when they send a message. I don't run into that very often. And I think a part of it is because people are used to being sold to from me. People are used to seeing opportunities to purchase. Also, I've provided enough value that even if they're not interested, they know there's going to be more value coming, that this isn't what happens all the time. So, don't be afraid to sell to your list. You know, we all talk about the importance of building a list because the money's in your list and then we refuse to sell them anything. That's not going to be a good long-term strategy for you, okay? So just to recap, the three sort of lesser known email marketing mistakes, the things I would love to see you changing. We talked consistency. We talked not getting too heavy into the strategy. And we talked about not being afraid to sell. I would love to hear your thoughts. So join us and hit the mic VIP, thesecharis.com slash VIP to sign up. Um, it's there and you can share your opinions on, on email marketing and maybe some of the mistakes you see people make or some of the mistakes you've made and you've learned from. Um, because, you know, I'm a big proponent. If I made it, you guys don't need to. Okay. So come in, share your, share your tips, share your tricks, share your favorite things. Uh, and I will see you in there. If you have any questions for me anytime, show notes page has links to email me. Uh, you can find the show notes for this episode at thestacyharris.com slash episode 220. All right. I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.